0: Welcome everyone to the offstop a podcast exclusively covering the game of cricket. I'm your host Danush So today we are going to do It is an I'm introducing a new thing I hadn't come up with this idea, but after seeing the way how IPL is going on I finally found out a solution which will be Which will be helpful for me doing the podcast going forward And also covering this IPL tournament in a really, really as in the best way possible. So here it is. From this episode onwards, we will call this IPL analysis as a match of four. And every three to four days once, I'm going to come back and I'm going to analyze the four matches that has happened in the last... 2-3 2-3 two, to two, 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 days so the thing is when I saw the schedule of the IPL this season every team plays their next matches after 2-3 to three days gap in the middle so you, you don't have this thing like earlier editions where a team would play 4 matches in 1 week and the next week they would get a complete week off and then 2 weeks later they would play 3 matches in a row It isn't like that this time, the IPL. Every team are going to play in the same way. So by the end of 20 games, every team would have played five games each. By the end of 40 games, every team would have played 11 to 12 games each. So that is how the IPL schedule has been prepared this season. So once a a group of four matches gets over, there will be teams playing their second game for third game so this one today is, is going to be match of four round two because I'm going to analyze four matches which is the Mumbai Indians versus Raj- Kolkata Night Riders, RCB versus Sunrisers, CSK versus Punjab Kings and the other game Delhi Capitals versus Rajasthan Royals as all the teams have played one game, right? So I guess you got the ideology of this. So every two, three to four days, once I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna analyze the four matches that has happened. And today I'm going to start up with the first match. On Wednesday, not Wednesday, on Tuesday, it was an amazing match. A match between two teams, which is considered a huge, huge fan, which has a huge fan base behind them and two teams who have relatively a shocking contest between each other, especially the way KKR has played against Mumbai Indians is shocking because they have just won one game in the last eight seasons, which is surprising and I'm extremely surprised by the way KKR have performed against Mumbai Indians and I did and I was pretty much shocked by the way how Mumbai Indians have been dominant against KKR. And going into this game I expected KKR to come to play well because they had their victory behind their back. And Mumbai Indians I expect them to be a champion side that they are and I expected them to come back. And when the when the first innings Ended and Mumbai Indians were bundled out for 152, I was like, man, this is easy. This will be a cakewalk for KKR. And even until the 10th over, I was extremely confident about the way KKR were playing and the KKR took the game. But the way the match turned around was something that I never expected. Rahul Chahar comes in, takes four wickets. The top four batsmen of the team have been dismissed by Rahul Chahar concedes 27 runs in his 4 overs he bowls 4 overs in a trot and he completely decimates KKR's batting lineup in a span of 2 overs and the way the batsman played from the 12th over until the end of the game is really really surprising for me as a cricketing fan because they completely lost after the 12th over it was an easy cakewalk they needed 30 runs and 30 balls and that will be that would be easy that would be give it to me but they completely handed over the game to the opposition so easily which was something that I never expected And when the match got over and Mumbai Indians win this game by 10 runs, it was looking like KKR were never in the game, which was not the fact. KKR were at the top of the game, forever in the game. And they lost the match in the last five to six overs. Rasul was extremely defensive and he couldn't score a single run against Krunal Pandya. Owen Morgan, Sha, Shaikhibagasan, and and Rahul and Rahul Party they have, they come in and they go for some unnecessary shots and they give their wicket, which is not the way seniors like them must play. It was a match which was a, an example of how you can take a hammer and hit it into your own leg. That is what they did. It was a match which would have won so easily and they just lost the match by themselves and they are the ones to blame themselves. And people are extremely surprised by the way Chennai Wicket is playing this season. Everyone expected it to be a good batting track where teams relatively chasing, the, the teams who are chasing will win the match. But no, after first two games it has completely changed. The teams who are defending the scores are able to win matches. Which is surprising, which, we, which is always a surprise in T20 format because in T20 cricket you expect the scores to be chased no matter how big or how small it is. And for the tournament of IPL for the value of the game I guess the matches of these types where the score is between 140 to 170 and if these type of scores are defended, these are the matches that will be worth the watch, will be fulfilling my entertainment, because I will be entertained in these kind of matches. Because you can, you can be entertained by a 200 plus run-fest match, where both the sides are going to score 200 plus runs, But if that happens in three to four matches continuously, all the excitement goes off. But if you have these kind of matches, where 140 and 150 are defendable, it's going to be a good tournament to look forward and every match is having a value. And when the same thing between KKR and Mumbai Indians got cut copied and pasted in the next game between rcb and sunrisers it was unbelievable and coincidence at its peak rcb end up scoring 150 which i felt was not enough for the on the board and the same thing like how kkr were on top of the game for 12 overs. Here also Sunrisers were on top of the game for 12 overs. When Warner got out, everything completely went south. The way the team got derailed is shameful because you have Manish Pandey, an international cricketer, Johnny Bestow, one of the best T20 players in the world. And they come into bat and they go swinging and play cross-batted shots in a wicket where you need to take singles and doubles, and you were comfortably able to take those singles and doubles. There was not, there wasn't a situation of you going for the big hits. There wasn't that need to go. But these two players, who are seasoned players, did that, and that proved extremely costly for Sunrisers Hyderabad. And Manish Pandey has been extremely, extremely terrible when it comes to his T20 strike rate. Consistently, he has shown that if he stays there and takes all those deliveries and doesn't score much runs, his team is going to lose. It is shocking to see that. From 2018 till now, he has played 4 seasons for Sunrisers Hyderabad. He has scored 14-30, he has played more than 30 balls for 14 matches. And Sunrisers have lost 11 of those. That shows that the man just builds pressure to other batsmen and doesn't take, doesn't make those balls count. Which is extremely, which is criminal in T20 cricket and not acceptable for a batsman like him who has been paid 11 crores to play for sunrisers hyderabad and what did Sh- what Shabaz ahmed did was the same thing what krunal pandya did the previous day and you know as i said coincidence it wasn't the same over as well and i guess that is something which i never expected and when the match turned out to be the same way as it was the previous day i was a bit unhappy because i expected a different result and i expected sunrise to win because RCB deserved to lose because their batting was extremely below par and in the end of the day you get maxwell scoring 59 runs that was a positive and seeing maxwell score is a positive for the team because he's a player who has always come into the FBI with a big paycheck and has given nothing in return. And that was his first 15, 5 years and you can see how much it meant for the team in the end. And I guess a completely different Maxwell has showed up this season. Because these two matches, what I saw, he scored a 39 in the first and 59 in the second. I guess this is a matured batsman, I see a matured cricketer and not a slogger who comes and just swings and tries to score some runs, which he has been for the Kings 11 Punjab for a number of years. And I hope that he continues the same form because if he is in that, that kind of a zone, certainly RCB are going to win a lot of matches and he is going to make RCB win a lot of matches just like how we did here. And when it comes, and let's go for the next game. It was Rajasthan Royals versus Delhi Capitals. And when I saw Delhi Capitals lose their way in the very first, in the very beginning of the match, in the power play, they lost three wickets in the power play. They lost their major core batsmen in the power play. And Rishabh the captain, showed up and he scored his 50 and he did the work taking the team towards that score of 150. And when the same thing repeated once again in the power play for Rajasthan Royals, I was extremely unhappy because I did not want Rajasthan to lose this game. I felt they had given everything with the ball. They had done all the right things with the ball, and if they lose this match just because their, because their batsmen didn't play well, this is going to damp their confidence. This is going to hamper their campaign, and within the first two matches, that they, they would have mentally lost themselves from the tournament. They would have been mentally out of the tournament because. Coming into the game, they had they didn't have the services of Ben Stokes, who is ruled out for the rest of the tournament, who is a major major player for them. They lost this, uh, they don't have the service of Javara Archer for a larger part of the tournament, and you now have to build you ha- you now have to surround your team around Samju Samson and Joss Butler, and you have a relatively inexperienced middle order batsman and you need to win as much as match as possible but the way the three fast bowlers showed up the three left armers, Jai jaydevo was extremely good and i only expect him to perform well in slow wickets but yesterday he but in that match day before yesterday he was bowling it with all pace he was giving those he was going in and doing the giving and boling those deliveries which were hitting the pitch and was going to the keeper with pace. It wasn't a slower one which was which made the batsman go tentative. He went and took wickets with pace, not with slower one's end. and And not with those normal thing that you see Jai Levanath being successful is performing in slowish wickets, which he didn't do this time. And I'm extremely happy that he showed up, and really he gave a lot of confidence to that bowling unit. And Chetan Sakarya has been the player of the week for me because he has shown so much of of maturity in his first two matches of his career that I never expected from a youngster like him. So. The win for Rajasthan in that match, the way Chris Morris came back with in in the, in the bat, the way Rahul Tiwatiya and David Miller steadied the side from the collapse is really, really remarkable. And David Miller has to be applauded for staying in there and scoring those important runs when needed. Because David Miller, like Glenn Maxwell, has come with huge reputation and has shown nothing in return. But this time, since he is going to be in the playing 11 for the majority of the tournament, because of the absence of Ben Stokes, I guess it is up to him to take that middle order on his shoulders and carry it. Because he is the experienced one in that squad. And he will be expected to perform and show up and that win against a team like delhi will give a lot of confidence to rajasthan royals going into the tournament and it was a great match delhi did everything they could have done but rajasthan somehow managed to cross the line and as far as the game between punjab and chennai is concerned it was just horrible. <laughs> you can't expect Punjab to play that kind of a match. They were throwing the wickets left, right and center. Mayank Agarwal isn't in the rhythm that he was last year. Gail Rahul ran himself out. Chris Gail, Deepak Hooda, Nicholas Putin just gave the, their wickets. They were like, the feeder is standing out there and they were giving catching practice to him. And this youngster, Shah Khan, had been given all this pressure. And one was, was told, man, we are 40 on board, we have lost the half of the side and now you need to take our team to the finish line. And he did his best. 106 on the board after being 40 for five. It's tremendous. The only positive that that Punjab can take is Shah Khan's step up because he showed up in his very second match and it was really nice to see a batsman like him play well. And whatever Chennai did in that match was exceptional. Deepak Chahar got the rhythm in the very first over and he was bang on. He took those four wickets. Broke the backbone of Punjab's batting unit and there was never coming back. And the batsman, as well of the Chennai Super Kings played extremely well. Moeen Ali was extremely professional. 5CC did the, did the job that he was asked for. And they had a bit of a hiccup in the end. As they lost Rido and, Moin and took in successive sessions, but they managed to win the match anyways so that's the positive at the end of eight games each team has played two games each rcb surprisingly are the ones who are undefeated as they have won both their games sunrises hyderabad unfortunately are the ones who have lost both their games which they should have won both of them And the rest of the sides have won one and lost one, and are in the middle of the table. The tournament is shaping up extremely well as we go into the middle phase from today onwards. And for the next couple of weeks, there are going to be some amazing matches. And I expect a similar kind of performance from every side. Because in every match, Every team had its thing. RCB must maintain consistency. Mumbai Indians must play the team game that they play. KKR and Sunrisers must be matured because they have the matured players and those players must play matured cricket. Rajasthan Royals will have a huge, huge confidence boost from that victory and I want them to Continue that confidence going forward in the rest of the tournament. Punjab Kings has have to come back from the debacle that they had yesterday and shouldn't get carried away. And Sun Chennai Super Kings and the Capitals they did their best and. They have got the results. Chennai weren't good in the first game they weren't, they didn't show up in the first game and in the second game they did and they showed why they are a champion side. Delhi Capitals did everything that they could do in both the games. the first game they won the second game they, the second game they did everything they can with the ball but Rajasthan somehow managed to cross the road and there is nothing to worry about for Delhi Capitals. So going forward in the tournament, I expect the see all these teams to play the best format of the game that they can ever play. the the best the best game that is ever possible. All these four games had a lot of excitement in it. The three games. The two in Chennai and the one, the third one in Mumbai. Certainly, there have been two things in these four games, as Arshab always said: death overs in Chennai and power play in Mumbai have been the two ta- two places where the teams have lost the game. You saw KKR and Sunrisers lose in the death overs. And you saw Rajasthan and you and you saw Delhi and Punjab losing the power plays. And Rajasthan was the only team who somehow managed to win the game even after having a bad power play. So going for the next one week, it will be same place, same venue, Chennai and Mumbai. Until 25th of of April, there are going to be still there are still six matches to be played in these two grounds, and let we'll us see how the matches are going to be, whether it's going to be a run fest or whether it's going to be this middle score thriller. And I will come back three days later after three days, where the round three is going to get over. So see you on Tuesday. This is the off stump. I'm running this new series, The Match of Four, round two. Get ready to listen to now round three on Tuesday. I'm your host, Dhanush. Thank you for listening.